Girl Georgia, aka the Preaker, a time to show, tell, and know how prayer changes things. It's not a cliche, it's a reality. I'm super excited. I know I say that every time, right? Don't I say that every time? Like, I'm super excited, but I really am because in the building today, I have none other than Michael, my boy. He is here. He was like one of my second coaches. He taught me in coaching class. Like, I'm so excited, Michael, to have you in the building. I'm glad that you decided to come and sit down. Look, we did a live, too, a while ago. That thing got a lot of views, yeah. too. Remember, we did a live, like, <laughs> I don't even know. How many years ago was that, Michael? Wow, mm -hmm. it was probably a year ago, at least. At no, least. it was longer than that. Yeah, that was, like, two years. years ago. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So it was, like, because I came up... So Michael Torres Hamid, he was living in LA and I just flew out there. Like I didn't even, I just met him the one time when we were in coaching class and I flew out there to LA cause that's just what I do. I love to travel. But anyway, two years, yeah, two years ago. And him and I did an awesome live together. And so anyway, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. So listen, I'm going to pray us in real quick. The next voice you will hear will be Michael Torres Hamid. I want you to just Tell the people who you are, whatever it is you want my people to know. I could never do you any justice. I always leave that in the hands of my guests to say whatever they want to say. Who are you? What you do? All of those good things. But let me get into a quick word of prayer. And then we're going to jump right into this thing. So dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come right now thanking you, Father God. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to sit down with a mentor, Michael, a friend, a brother, someone who I could always call on, rely on, someone who helped me get through some issues. So God, I thank you for him. I thank you for his ministry. I thank you for what he does. And I just ask that we have a good time laughing in this podcast right now. We turn it over to you in your son Jesus name. We pray. Amen. 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 All right, Michael. So tell the people what you want them to know. Who are you? All of that. I, I, I'm going to leave that up to you. I'm going to sip on my coffee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Georgia, thank you so much. And I just want to say I appreciate you, the work that you do, and our friendship that we've had throughout the years, at least three years, I think, if not, mm -hmm. at least three mm -hmm. years that we've known each other. And from the moment I've met you, you just have this spirit that's so, so alive and so welcoming and always wanting to help people and just better yourself. And that's contagious. And so thank you. And I've watched you grow throughout the years and just, so who am I? You know, um, my name is Michael Torres Hymas and, you know, I'm like Georgette, but I'm a male version of Georgette. And I'm, <laughs> and, and, and someone that's, that just been through a lot of things and that understands that, that, you know, how to build psychological muscle so that we can withstand the life's challenges and how to incorporate that more importantly with the spiritual path and the spiritual love of God. 
and understanding that we're here to become more godlike in this life so that we can share more of the love of jesus more of the love of, of our heavenly father and you know that's just kind of been my story in a way and and i'm sure i'm sure all of you because everyone here is 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 on this path knows the story of saint francis of assisi and if you don't know his story he was an incredible person that lived the first half of his life basically you know just doing all the sin you know he was the first half of his life was just out there and womanizing and hanging around all the negative people <clears throat> and really lost really lost in in himself lost in his life and then he had a spiritual awakening and then he just became a powerful man of god and lived mm -hmm. the rest of his life just preaching the word of god helping people and that's kind of saint francis of assisi so i resonated a lot with his story when i read his story because that's kind of how my story was the first half of my life was very much lived in sin very much lived in all the negative stuff that life has if you choose that path and i chose that path of my own free will i chose that path and it was now looking back as steve Jobs says you can't connect the dots looking forward you can connect them looking back i can see how all the all of those dots led me to where i'm at today and to the impact that i'm able to have today in people's lives in teaching them the tools and, th and the techniques like what you learned in the course that i did that helps people really take back control of the one most important thing that we have and that's our minds to take back control of our minds to understand how this thing works how this mind how the conscious how the unconscious mind actually works which then also in there is our emotions you know in our mind our emotions and how to navigate how to use our emotions so that we can create because emotions are energy in motion and when we don't have those when we don't understand how to use those <laughs> they can become very detrimental it can mm. sadness can become depression anger can become rage we can go into apathy and all that stuff and you know fear can paralyze us and get stuck there's guilt and there's shame all these lower lower vibrational frequencies if you will that can really keep people stuck and i know i know those of you listening to this podcast a lot of you are going through some stuff right now or, or have gone through some stuff in your life and so we just hope to bring you some value um in this podcast and maybe give you guys some some tools but in a nutshell that's kind of been my story you know just um uh, I, I really dove into this space about 2002 space meaning I awoke from my limited self and stepped more into my unlimited self my my God self in 2002 and since then just been putting in the work taking some of some of the best trainings in the world and been certified as a trainer of NLP and a master practitioner of NLP I've taken like four different coaching courses and certifications and other seminar trainings to just help me become a better version of me and then I just invested just invested in a lot of other marketing and branding trainings on how to build my business and i'm continually investing in myself i've hired coaches uh, throughout my career to help me you know level up my life and now now i, I know i lead trainings right i uh, i work with people one-on-one -on -one. I also do uh, these NLP coach trainings and I take like coaches who are completely brand new and I help them. I'll also take coaches who are already coaching and help both of those uh, learn additional tools and skills and have their own personal breakthroughs, gain more confidence and more clarity. Because one of the things that I learned 
is that most coaches are struggling with is their mindset. They, they just um, they them, they they take a course and then they 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 see all of a sudden, like, oh, I need to do some work on myself. Like, you know, if I'm going to show up powerfully for my clients, and so that the course that I do enables or not enables, but um, offers that opportunity for a breakthrough along with the tools because there's a lot of interactive. I believe the best teacher is experience. I have a lot of experiential practices in there. Um, and then I also have a course that helps coaches get clients because that's a big a big hurdle as well. And that's pretty much what I dedicate my life to right now. God has put me into this space of working with coaches and that's just where I'm at. And so like we talked earlier before we went on live, how God puts you in different places, Georgette, and you've seen that for you. This is just where God's put me right now to work with coaches and maybe it'll change to working with a broader audience but right now this is where i'm at because i think coaches are just so needed right now um life coaches and, and there's all different types of life coaches there's spiritual life coaches there's career life coaches there's health and fitness life coaches there's relationship life coaches i mean then you can go even more niche down into that um, right. but it's a beautiful yeah but it, it reminds me a lot of jesus because jesus was a powerful you know was god you know and jesus was able to ask right questions and use parables and bring out what's inside of somebody. And that's what coaching is. It's basically that. It's helping, bringing, it's, help, it's helping to bring out the inner wisdom, clear up whatever blocks are there and bring out the inner glory that mm. I believe is, isn't everybody. Yes. That's so funny. Listen here. I tell y'all this podcast is, is just ordained by because michael had no idea what the topic was y'all know I, I don't tell people what the topic is until they get here and they are so awesome that they indulge me that they don't even come i mean that they don't that they come and they don't even know what the topic is so the topic of discussion today is battling the inner self and so you just kept saying that and i was just sitting here like oh yeah he don't even know <laughs> <laughs> but that is what we are going to be talking about today. And so when you hear that, what what is the first thing that comes up to you for you? Like what is what does that mean? Battling the inner self. And the reason I'm gonna tell you why I I mean, there's a couple reasons. I mean, I know what you do and I know how good you are at what you do. And because in light of what just happened with DMX and him passing away and it's really been i've really been hot on this topic with my girlfriend who was like one of his biggest fans and so i really started learning a little bit more about him because i really wasn't I, everybody know i love biggie and tupac like that's 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 just those my boys but anyway there there's just a lot of things that he was battling with um his inner, his inner self. And so I thought that this was just a fitting topic for you and for the work that you do. And, um, so yeah, so I'm gonna be quiet. So what does that mean to you when you hear that to you personally? Uh, and then we're going to get, I want to know what does that mean for Michael Torres? How is not your clients? Like, what does that mean for you? And then we're going to get into the other stuff, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's like, it's kind of one and the same for me and for my and for my clients because it's kind of like how I live my life. I'm I become I'm I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with this work and helping people and myself. And it's 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 helping myself. I, I realize that I'm the common denominator. So if I'm not right, it's hard for me to help other people. 
And so when you say that, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into an area that it's gonna warn a couple people, might trigger a few people in this area that I'm gonna go in. And I'm okay with that. I've gotten to a place in my life where I know that I'm not gonna make everybody happy. And no matter how I show up, somebody's not gonna like me. So I just learned to be me. You know, and if you like me and you connect with this energy, cool. If you don't, that's okay too. Just try not to be too mean because it's not, you don't need to be mean to anybody, right? But especially when you come in, when we talk about spirituality and religion, it's such a sensitive subject because people cling really hard to their belief systems. And mm -hmm. if we look back at history, we see the most, the, the biggest cause of, of, of war has been this fight around who's right about God. And it's sad, but it's what we look at. But that doesn't mean it has to continually be that way. People can have different perceptions and different beliefs about God. And we can live together in harmony. I mean, that's just my thing. To me, it's like, let's just practice more love in this world. You know, let's practice more, more of, the, of the loving kindness and the forgiveness. Because um, that, to me, when I read, when I read the New Testament, that's what I, what I, take away a lot from it jesus came to really save some power and show us some powerful examples about you know forgive them father for they don't know love your neighbor as you treat your neighbor as yourself all these powerful sayings that that he was showing us was the saying don't judge <laughs> just be you look at the speck in your own eye before you start to look at the plank oh look at the, the look at the you know the, don't look at the speck in your brother's eyes look at the plank in your own eye kind of thing right he was always pointing in us back to us and so with that said there's a proverb not in the bible but i think it's an african proverb actually and it says if there's no enemy within no enemy without can do us harm there's no enemy within no enemy without can do us harm so i always think about that proverb a lot and in the work that I do, I take it into the work that I do as well. So in NLP, there's there, we teach what's called the modalities of learning. And the modalities of learning go like this. There is visual, there is auditory, there is kinesthetic, olfactory, and gustatory are five different ways that we perceive and receive stimuli, information, right? So visually, you know, you, we see things, we hear things, we feel things, and then we smell and we taste things. There's two components to that. There's the external and then the internal, right? So I'm looking at you right now in video. I know that everybody else is not seeing us in video, but they're hearing us. So they're getting the auditory. You, Georgia, are getting the visual and auditory. But inside your mind, if you was to close your, your eyes, you would be able to hold this picture that you just seen outside of yourself. That's the internal. You could also close your eyes and and utter a word internally and actually hear it in your mind. That's internally, right? Uh, feeling, you can sit down, you can sit here and you can think about something um, and actually cause yourself <laughs> to feel really good or cause yourself to feel really bad. Either one, right? Either one or two. You can also think back, close your eyes and think back to your favorite dish that mom made and you can actually kind of taste it and kind of smell it without it being in front of you. So what does that mean? That means that we live in two worlds. That means that we live in an internal world, an internal reality that we have, 
and then we have an external reality. So part of the problem that we have, that I see, that have, is that we, we base everything upon what we see with our eyes. So we see things out here, and then we, we judge out here. But what we see out there is only and only, only an interpretation of how we perceive things inside. <laughs> Let that lag. This is kind of deep right here, guys, right? Mm-hmm. So in, in NLP, we teach, we teach um, there's, a, there's a phrase, right? It says that perception is interpretation. Perception is interpretation. So everything that I perceive is an internal, internal interpretation, everything. And that internal interpretation is based upon beliefs and values and what we call metaprograms, right? And beliefs were learned given to us in the age between zero to seven. That's when we got most of our programming. And then it continues since then. So we're basically walking around with a whole bunch of beliefs that for the most part, we didn't necessarily choose consciously. Our unconscious mind recorded a lot of the things that we witnessed, how we were raised, the interaction between our parents, if we even had parents, right? And our uncles and our aunts and our peers, all of that gave us a framework. And the mind, the unconscious mind created interpretations and you made decisions and we made beliefs. So with that said, based upon all of that, then there is a, in something also, so it's called auditory digital, right? And so I gave you the five modalities of learning. Now, this is the, the auditory digital of learning, which is basically takes all of those five together and it interprets them. And there's a conversation that is happening in every single person's mind 24 hours a day. <laughs> right? So some of them said, not me. Yeah, there's something going on in your mind all day long, all day long. Uh, some people... Uh, say it out loud we call these people schizophrenia some people don't say it out loud and they keep it to themselves but how many of you guys have ever really can relate with that where you're just you're doing something you find yourself saying something and nobody's around nobody's around you say something it's like where'd that come from it's because there's always this conversation going on so that conversation that's happening inside of our brains is based upon all of these things this inner world this inner world that we created right now that inner world, if you can master that inner world, which is what I help my my students learn, so they can help their clients learn. If you can master that inner world, then you can master that inner reality. And if you can incorporate a spiritual relationship with God in that whole thing, now you got the best of two things. Because now you've learned to master your mind, clean up the belief systems and the thought processes, and now you can have that spiritual flow. Because in my work, and then for me, what I've experienced and learned is that when I'm conscious and unconscious aligned, then I can allow the super conscious, which is the God, the God conscious, to express itself and really teach me thy will or show me thy will or lead me through thy will. We've all been given free will. All of you on this, on this podcast listening to are here because you guys get that we have free will. Right? God say, here's free will. Children, here's free will, daughter and son, right? And with that free will, you can choose me. You don't have to because I love you so much that I'm going to allow you to not choose me. But that free will is desire and intention. And he basically says, go ahead and try to figure this out on your own because it's not going to work, but I'll always be here. 
Thy will is always here, right? And so, and so there's no enemy within, there's no enemy. If there's no enemy within, there's no enemy can, can do us harm. And back to your question, and what I'm getting to that is this, is that <laughs> I've said this to you before. I remember we had a coaching session years ago, and I said this to what I'm about to say to you. I know you looked at me like, you know, I don't know if you looked at me like, what are you saying to me, Michael? Basically, is this <clears throat> too often we give our power away to things that to either people or to things say, oh, it's his fault, her fault, traffic's fault, COVID's fault, whatever's fault. Right. And so we give our power away. Whenever we 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 attribute how we feel to something outside of ourselves, we no longer have control of our of how we feel. We've now given that power away. We say, hey, here's the control of my emotions. You can now control my emotions, right? And so the most dangerous one of this is when we say, the devil made me do it, <laughs> right? Or the enemy is out to get me. The reason why it's so it's so detrimental, because I'm not saying it's not true. Maybe there is, maybe there is, right? But if we live that way, guess what? It's the enemies has the power. Instead of saying, no, wait a minute, I got a mind, I got free will, I can choose to not follow that. I can choose to love myself a little bit more. I can choose to take responsibility for how I'm showing up. That is what we call it empowerment because now you're at cause and cause doesn't mean that you created or it's your fault of the things that happened to you. Cause is saying this, cause is saying that I am responsible and I have the power to choose my response to everything that happens to me. And I can choose love or I can choose fear. Nobody can override that because God said you got free will and there's not one being in the whole universe, evil or not, that can override the command of our father. Free will. You got free will. You see, you got free will to choose. You can choose that or choose this. So nothing can make you do it. Nothing can make you us do anything that we don't at some level choose. So here's where it gets deep, right? Because that means that if we can learn to master our unconscious minds, which means learn to have good belief systems, they run, they, we now know, 95 or 98% of our lives. Unconscious, subconscious, which means we're not even aware. The way we show up, the way we do things. So if you can teach it, if you can program it, to have belief systems that that are in support of your highest and best good, then you can be on autopilot 95, 98% of your time of beliefs that are running your life in the positive and good way versus derailing you in a negative way. Now, conscious mind is 5%, right? Because conscious mind says this, I love, I want this, I want that. I want ice cream, I want a relationship, I want more money, or I want, or I want, more God in my life. That's conscious mind. But that doesn't run the show. See, if your unconscious mind says, I want this, think of it like this. It's like that. Think of it as, a, as this big, huge cruise ship, right? And this big, huge cruise ship has a hundred crew members and they're running the ship. They manage everything. They do the maintenance. They make sure the electrical is working. Uh, it's maintained. It's the crew that's running the ship. You got one captain on the ship, right? The captain is the conscious mind. And the captain says, okay, guys and women, we're going to go to 
we're going to go from Los Angeles, or we're going to go to Tahiti. And the crew goes, wait a minute, Tahiti? We've never been to Tahiti. I heard some, those are like, you know, people, are they, do they, are they cannibals over there? Do they eat people in Tahiti still? Is it safe over there? And you start to question the conscious mind. There's sharks in the way to Tahiti. What if a storm hits us to Tahiti? We don't want to go to Tahiti. We better not go to Tahiti, Captain, because it's not safe. So the captain goes, but I want to go to Tahiti because the captain's like, Tahiti is beautiful and I hear it's nice and over there. I want to go explore. And the crew goes, nope. Based upon, remember, Captain, what happened to us last time you did this, something like this? <laughs> Didn't work out, did it? Right? And so the, all of a sudden, we start to blame the enemy for this. And it's our unconscious mind that's just going, no, because there's programming and belief systems that are there that is preventing the trip. Now, if your conscious mind says Tahiti and your unconscious mind says, oh, wait a minute, no, and your unconscious mind says, hold on, no, wait, I know what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. There are sharks. There could be a hurricane. There could be something that's unknown. Yes, but I'm going to override the program and we're going to go because I'm going to make a judgment. I'm the captain. You're the crew. We're going. Ultimately, the unconscious mind will listen to the conscious mind, but you have to teach it. And the way that it learns is through what's called theta state, which is like a, a frequency of like where the unconscious mind has rested the currents. You can call it hypnosis or different meditation practices, but it also learns through repetition, doing something over, over, and over. Think about how you learned your ABCs. You didn't learn it the first time you heard it. You learned it like repeating it, repeating it. A, B, C, then A, B, C, D, and A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, right? How do I even know that today? This is like when I was five years old, right? Because it was too <laughs> repetition. It's in my unconscious mind now. And now it can come out like that. But I had to teach it the ABCs. And so if you can teach your unconscious mind the ABCs of living, living becomes a lot easier. <laughs> so that's my take on the inner. What, what, what was the question? I think I went more with the question. <laughs> yes, he took us on a whole journey on it. <laughs> See what happens when you have a coach that that, that teach this deep stuff. They like get deep. Everybody like what? What was the question? He forgot what the question. Was. <laughs> it was something about how to how to master the inner critic or the inner. <laughs> Battling your inner self. That was the question. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't cure some people out here now. Now they're gonna like, whoo, I, I need a yes. That's come on now. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. You still how how do you still battle your inner? Okay, well, look, let me go into the next question because it kind of ties into what are some of the most common things that you see um, your clients, you know, battle within themselves. And so maybe that will, that can, and if you want to answer for you too, like what are some of the things that you yeah. maybe have battled, but have now, you know, taught yourself through the practices that you just said that now, mm -hmm. you know, you like when it comes, when that trigger comes, like, you know, like, because once you, like you said, you can feel it and you know, and because we're always going to be triggered by something, like it doesn't matter. I don't care how long you've been coaching. I don't care how long you've been praying. I don't care how long you've been on this earth. There's going to be something that triggers something, but it's how you deal with it. And so like, what are some of the most common things that, you know, that kind of 
people are battling with? Yeah, that's a really simple answer to that. It's gonna it's just really easy. It's like so I'll say this. First, we have to understand that our our brain is part of a of a million year old brain. And you know, back, you know, in that million year old brain, it's designed to protect, to keep you safe. And so it's constantly scanning and, and more so in women, please forgive me, women, don't get mad at me. It's just more so in women than in men, um, constantly looking, am I safe? Is this okay? Right. And, and, and so that brain that's constantly looking for what's, if I'm safe, it, it has a place to do that for sure. Cause we want to make sure that we're safe in case there's a tiger or a lion or some danger so that we, we won't die. It's designed to do that. That is part of our biology and part of our animal nature of survival. And so one of the prime directors of the unconscious mind is to preserve the body and also to protect the body. It runs the body also. So think about this. How can I improve this to you? Easy. Do you have to think about breathing? Hmm. You've been breathing this whole time, Georgette. But you haven't, have you been like, oh, wait, Michael, stop. Let me take my couple breaths real quick. It's breathing you. It's growing your hair. Your nails are growing. Your heart is beating. Your blood is pumping. Your organs are all operating. Your cells are all moving. This is all your unconscious mind is running that. So with that said, is that because it's constantly looking for what's wrong, <laughs> and if we don't tame that thing, this is the this is for me. This is happening to me. It's happening to me, and it happens to my clients. Every single person I've ever worked with. And every class I've ever taken, whether I've taught it, whether I've been in a room, and I've been in a room in a lot of classes doing trainings with hundreds of people, thousands of people up until now. The the biggest thing is this is this worry. It's the most wasted use of time we could ever. Mm. <laughs> worry <laughs> doesn't do anything good. It, nothing. It's it's the most misuse of our time that we could ever have. And worry. It's not saying, wait a minute, there's a tiger or there's some danger. No, no, I'm talking about this worrier mindset that's just worried about something, overly worried for hours or even days. Mm. That is the most dangerous thing. And I've had to learn how to tame that thing. And it comes up in different weird ways. I'm sure you guys listening to this can relate. All of a sudden, you're sitting there and something comes into your mind. You start thinking about something and you start to worry. Mm -hmm. mm. worry about money COVID happened worrying about if you're going to get COVID right worrying about the economy took a dump am I going to lose my job I can't get to work worrying and worrying wow. worrying right worrying about the Black Lives Matter are they going to come after me or not come after me and and, uh, and why this person is saying that and they're not saying that and you start worrying about <laughs> all these things right it is the most wasted use of our time so how do you train your mind to not worry is the key. How do you train your mind to be in solutions? Mm. How can we solve some problems? How can we solve the thing that we, is the problem? Not dwelling on the problem. People dwell too much on the problem. We mm. get stuck in the problem, right? In every area, in every area of life. Every area of life, we get stuck in, I mean, it's pretty simple. It's, it's not difficult, but if we get out of worry, we turn the light bulb on 
and we're brilliant. We're humans are brilliant. I mean, we've survived all this time in in history. We've survived plagues and awful viruses throughout history with no vaccines. We this our our DNA. This we're, God created this thing, not by mistake. This is created to, to survive. You think God's gonna make a mistake and put us on this planet and have a virus kill everybody? Mm -mm. It doesn't work that way. There's a God running this universe and it knows what it's doing. It's not gonna set us up for failure. And if it does, it's because it's part of the God's plan. So let's just all die and go somewhere else because maybe that's what's supposed to happen, right? I know for sure that's not what's supposed to happen. Mm. I know I know there are bodies. There's a guy named Wim Hof. <laughs> this guy, he does, uh, he's got the Guinness Book of World's Record of uh, being able to submerge himself in ice cold, freezing Arctic water, right? His name's oh, Wim yeah. Hof. Yeah, right? my daughter talks about him a lot. <laughs> okay, so this dude, right? Hey, this dude is like, he's crazy like that. Yeah? <laughs> people, but people, were, people were like, people were like, mm, he's an anomaly. Mm, he is a special person. And he's like, I'm going to prove to you guys I'm not. And he has spent his life showing people that he's not special mm -hmm. because they now hooked up all these things to his brain and they see that what's happening in his brain other people can do because he had a twin brother who couldn't do what he did so it wasn't something and now he's taught thousands of people around the world to do what he's done and the reason what and what they're finding out georgette and this is key right here what they found out in doing tons, because he's really big into the science part, so he has all the doctors kind of study him. What they found is that he is not superhuman, but he is. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. What they found is that in his DNA, in your DNA, and in my DNA, and everybody's DNA, we have the ability to do that because we had to have the ability to do that a thousand or a couple thousand years ago when we didn't have... We didn't have heaters. We didn't have AC. We didn't have insulation in our homes. We were tribal people that lived outside in Arctic cold places with some fur animal stuff, barely to keep us warm. So our bodies have the technology, but it's been shut off because of the way that we live our lives now. Our ability to heal has been shut off because we have aspirin now that gets rid of the headache instead of the mm. body into the wisdom. So what they're, what they're learning is our bodies have an incredible superhuman technology that is turned off because of the way we created society. Mm. It's, pretty, it's pretty incredible. That it's is tough, good. No, that's good because, I, you know what? I grew up, you know, in a house with no central air. I mean, I'm from the city and... We didn't have central air and I grew up with no central air. And now it's like, you know, if it gets hot in my house, like I'm ready to turn on the air conditioner. So like, it's so true. Like, I mean, and we don't think about things like that, but that's, yeah, that's amazing. Like, yeah, my daughter talks, she told me about him a while ago. Like she talks about, she watches his stuff all the time. And so it's true. It's like, what is our mind? And so, I mean, that kind of leads me to, to the, to my next question too. Like this, I love it. So <laughs> During this, you know, what have you been awakened to like over this last year, you know, since COVID? And I mean, because what you just said, like that's an awakening, like to find out. And so what have you really been, you know, awakened to since the pandemic hit and like mm -hmm. all of that stuff? Like, if anything. Mm. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, you see, I don't answer that one. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, uh, I don't believe that. every don't don't believe everything you see on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's the short answer. That's the short answer. He's like, that's the short answer. Yes, I don't, don't watch believe, a lot of TV, so it doesn't. Don't, yes. don't don't believe everything our politicians tell us, and don't believe everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do you want me to go with this? I don't want to go down the yeah. rabbit hole. But no, it's, that's it's, okay. It's, we can leave it there. We can leave it there. Okay. <laughs> Let's leave it there, Willie. Okay, Let's let me go on to let, let me go on to my next question. I know. Let me go. So, talk but, about. But I, will, I, I, will, I will say this to that. I will go say ahead. that I think the solution is is people diving more into their spirituality. I mm, that's come solution. on here. I, I believe we're this is a spiritual warfare we're in. And that spiritual warfare is here so that we can we can dive more into the, our one creator, our God, and get more aligned with Jesus, get more aligned with that relationship, and not rely wow. so much on what everybody else is saying. That's a personal relationship that you can have, that I can have, and everybody listening to this podcast can have. And if you listen to that small, still voice, it'll lead you the right way. I think mm. that is what is what our planet is going through right now. Wow, come on now. A lot of people are resisting that. They say God, but they don't trust it. They don't trust him, her. They don't trust it. They're still like, I trust you, God, but then they're worried over here about this. It's like, mm. you, know, they, you, know, you, don't, you don't trust, they don't trust God. It's not easy to trust God. It's easy to talk, trust God. It's easy to say, I trust God. Another thing to, 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 to live it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got to write that one down. I'm going to have to talk. It's easy to talk, trust God. Wow, that's good, Michael. I like that. It's easy to talk. I gotta do it. I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to do a witch come on that one. I might have to do that. That might be a 11 a.m. pray on that one. Yes, that's a whole word. Let me keep going because I can get on that one. Thank you. That was good. I know you got something else to do. All right, let me go to my next because we gotta get through here. All right, we're, we're almost done. We're almost done. So I, and this is still with the battling. And, and if you knew tomorrow was your last day alive on this planet, do you know or do you feel? I don't want to use the word feel because feeling, I don't really like the word feeling. Do yeah. you know? Uh, so I'm going to have it. I said, do you know in your heart that you fulfilled your purpose that God created you for? 1,000 million percent. Okay. One thousand million percent. I feel so good. <laughs> I feel so good. And hear me. Let me explain to you. Just touch on that a little bit for people that maybe are wondering: Are them? Are they doing it? So, when I think about this question, I think about you know how long humans have been on the planet and where we're at today. Clearly, we evolve very slowly. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you look back in history and where we're at today, we're, we, we're evolving, but I mean, we're talking millions of years, a million years or so. And we're here right now. And yes, we're technology, a lot of cool stuff, but spiritually, we're still a long way. We're still a lot of hate, mm. a, lot of racism, a lot of racism, a lot of this, Jeez. a lot of that. So, so we're still, we're still, <laughs> we got a long way to go. And so with that said, I know that my little 100 years here, or 110 years, which is what I projected I'm going to live to, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know that, that if I can just make a dent in it, I did my job. 
Mm. I mean, I don't have to solve every single problem in, in the world. <laughs> That's not my job. My job is to figure out how can I can do my role in that. And I wake up and that's what I do. That's why I'm on this podcast. That's when you say you want to do a podcast that I even hesitate. No, I'm like, let's do it. Cause I can maybe reach one person through this podcast. And that mm. is what I look for. And not just through this podcast, broadcast uh, podcast, but also through how I'm being every single day, energetically, right? There's a thing called the hundred monkey syndrome that they've studied these monkeys in Japan a long time ago. And one monkey, I'm going to make it really short. One monkey started eating the potato a different way, translated to the other monkey. And then all the monkeys on that island started to do it after time. But then monkeys on other islands that didn't have connection, what those monkeys started to do, which means that consciously they were connected. So the, the butterfly effect, right? How butterfly mm -hmm. affects, right? So if, if I can change vibrationally, I help the vibration of the planet, the collective change. And I think if everybody do that, and that's why my company is called Conscious World Changers. A conscious world changer is not someone that's out there trying to change the world externally. It's someone that changes the way they see the world and then acts accordingly to how they see the world. They are the change they want to see. And I think if every single person just focused on that, we would be like, whoa, like, and so that's my job. My job is to create as much of that as I can. And so if I was to die today, I did my purpose up to the, today. Have I fulfilled my vision and my gnomes? There's a lot more that I want to create because God gave me this vision. But, but if God needs to pull me, you know, if that's just the way that it goes and then I'm, I'm ready to go. I mean, I say that, but I'm scared. Honestly, I'm fucking, if I say I have no fear of death, I'll be bullshitting you in the line. But I am afraid of death. I don't want to die. Shit. I'm going I'm, I'm to fight for survival. You know what I mean? But right. I'm just keeping it real. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, I mean. People are like, people are like, I don't fear death. Yeah, put a knife to your throat and see if you don't fear that knife going in. You're going to be like a little worried about that thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? But, but, but I, know, I know I'm living my purpose, George. I, live my, I do this full time. This is all I do. You see my, you've seen me on Facebook. I yeah. don't stop. I keep going. I make my videos. I do my classes. I do my thing. And um, I'm here to do God's will. And that's what it is for me. And everybody's going to figure that out for themselves. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, yes. So I ask all of my guests this question before they, they go. And so what does prayer mean to you? To me, prayer is not asking for things, not asking for things, but, but being grateful for the things, being grateful for, for everything. So to me, prayer is being in gratitude, thanking the divine, thanking God for everything. That's prayer. Meditation is listening to what that is. And I use both. Mm -hmm. I pray and I meditate. So prayer is like being grateful. And also, if I ask, it's not for the thing to go away. It's for me to have strength to deal with the thing. That's how I pray. Like if I'm going to pray, like I'm going to do th like this show. I prayed before this show. I said, God, bless me with the wisdom for this show. Not, hey, help this show go well. Mm -mm. Help me with the, with the, to help me speak in this show. Or, or if it's a challenge, give me the strength to go through that challenge. Give me the strength to deal with this. Give me the wisdom to deal with this. I ask for I ask for him, her, it to help me deal with things. Not for not for God to take away the problems because that's not God's job. Not to take away the problems. God's job is to prepare us to deal with the life. Mm 
That's how I see it. That's just my own little belief. You can take it. You cannot take it. But that's, 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 how, that's how I see it. That's, that's and, my and story, and I'm sticking to it. Go ahead. And, and, med- and, and meditation is is silence. Still, he, you know, it says, "Be still, and know that I am God." That's mm. meditation. That's meditation. And some, you know, not all, but some, you know, Christians are like, "Don't meditate because you allow the devil to come into your mind." No, that's not true. The devil's not going to come in your mind because you're still. No, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see your belief system and you call that the devil. It's your belief system. You gotta get that, get that right. Be still, know that I am God, be able to close your eyes and be be at peace with yourself. That is what you want as the key right there. If you can close your eyes, if you can be alone and you can be happy with yourself, you've done a really good job. Because most people can't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I had a I had a um actually I had podcast interview so that I set down prayer versus meditation so check it out when you get a chance because we I I talked to someone about that because a lot of people do there's a lot of feeling I'm not going to get into that that's a whole (laughs) yeah I have but I do I have a podcast on that prayer versus meditation so all right and before this is it the last before you go we always do bible trivia I always ask my guests a question some Bible trivia. I love to see their face. Michael was the only. <laughs> Michael was the only one. Usually, when I say that, people get like, they get, they get like, what? You didn't say this. They get like, it's so funny when I look at their face because they're like, okay, I'm ready to go. But it's multiple <laughs> choice. It's only one question. I do this because we all can learn something. And trust me, I was on somebody else's platform and they did Bible trivia and I got a, a lot of the questions wrong. I was like, oh my goodness, because we don't know everything. But I promise you what, if you get it wrong, you'll never forget it. And so then the next time you come across this question, you'll know what it is. Okay, yeah. so here we go. You ready? Yes. Okay. So which gospel is in the New Testament is written by a doctor? Is it Luke, A, B is Matthew, C, John, or D, Mark? Once again, which gospel is written by a doctor? Luke, Matthew, John, or Mark? Mm, I don't know. I know it's not Matthew. I know it's not Matthew. Matthew was the tax collector, right? And... I know it's not John. I, I mean, if I was to guess, I would. It's not. I'm guessing. I'm not telling you like I know. I would say either Mark or Luke. I'll say one of those two. Yes, A, <laughs> the answer is Luke, and you can find the answer in Colossians four fourteen, and it says, uh, "Please, no." It says Luke, the beloved doctor, sends his greetings, and so does Damas. So that's where the answer is on that. Mm. That Luke was the doctor. Nice. So A is the Hey, look, you, but I love you. Okay, guess for the people who come, for the peoples who's coming on after Michael, like he was the first person that I said Bible trivia, like his face didn't change, <laughs> his demeanor didn't change. And I love when he said, I don't know the answer. I love, what is that, Michael? See, that's that not having that fear and letting, yeah. and just speaking your truth. You know what I mean? Well, like, you, I don't what, know that answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then this is the thing. Like for me, I don't. If I don't know the answer, I don't know the answer. I know what I know. I know what I don't know. Like, I, I never came out here to say I'm a professional Bible scholar. I never said that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Michael, thank you, thank you, thank you. This was awesome. 
We might have to do a part two. I love it. Like me and Michael can talk forever. Like he plucks my brain. I pluck his brain. He challenges me. I challenge him and I love it. And so I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sitting down with me. You know how much I love you, my brother. And I just pray like God's blessings and everything over everything that you do. Um, You are awesome. Please tell the people how they can find you. Like, where they can connect with you, even if they don't, you know, yeah. take a coaching, but still just to connect, like yeah. this is a good dude to connect with and just, yeah. you know, all of those good vibrations that he gives out, just watch them and follow them. But you won't yep. be disappointed if you hook up with them, but tell them, tell the people where they can find you. I'm on three, three platforms. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram and I'm on YouTube. And those are real simple. It's Michael. Torres Hymas. And the way that it's spelled, it's spelled Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. Torres is T-O-R-R-E-S. And then Hymas is J-A-I-M-E-S. And if you just put a dot com at the end of Hymas, that's my website. So it's really, I made it really easy to be, <laughs> to be able to find me. It's just Michael Torres Hymas. Type that in any of those platforms. I'll pop up or go to my website. And if you want to jump on a call with me, for your viewers, uh, I'm willing to give them a free coaching call. So if you hear this and you want to jump on a 30-minute coaching call, no charge, go on my website and click on Clarity Session and just sign in. And I'll be more than happy to, to work with you on that, whatever it is that you're going through. Cool. All right. Awesome. Any final words that you I always ask? What, what do you want to leave the people with? Your final thoughts, words, concerns, wisdom, whatever you want. So... Choose God's will, which is love. It says in the Bible, God is love. Choose love. Choose love more often than than, than anything else. <laughs> anything else. I don't care what it is. Just choose love. And what is love? Doing good to others. Do good to others. You know, it's real simple. I like to simplify things. That I teach NLP, and it's like some people take NLP courses, and it's like, oh, my God, it's so complicated. I simplify everything. If you just choose love and you do good to others, just us all do that. <laughs> A little bit more of that. I think we'll be good. <laughs> cool. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Michael, again. I appreciate you sitting down with me. And listen, guy, I forgot to say this in the beginning. This dude is in Hawaii right now. Like, I'm so jealous. Like, uh, I'm coming to see you. I came to see you in California. Don't play. You know I'll come to Hawaii, too. <laughs> so you better get ready because the sister is always ready to travel. But all right, y'all. I thank you. Thank you. Thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Pray and Preaking with your girl, Georgette, a.k.a. The Preaker, where it is not a cliche, but it is a reality. Prayer matters. Jesus matters. Get your prayers up. All that good stuff. All right, y'all. Like I always say, I'm out. I will see y'all on the next episode. Deuces. Say bye to the people, Michael. See you later. Have a beautiful life. Enjoy your life. Prayers up, yeah, prayers up. Blessings from the Lord, put your prayers up.